0: there's another person here in in prison and leo and adam are in there i'm paying close attention to that conversation (laughs) i'll say hey uh i'll wait i'll wave to 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 the other two but uh
1: yeah i mean i don't know charlotte this isn't really a great time to have that conversation with alicia anyway but i just don't know if you uh or do you hand her the gloves
0: (laughs) is she muted uh, she is muted, and she almost sat down on the cat. So she's she's, oh, she's comforting the cat. But she's
1: <laughs> negotiating with the cat. Harry, what are you doing with? Because
2: there's a distinct lack of of chairs uh, that do not have cats in them right now.
1: I think I can only I can only the blame for that can only be laid on the people who have so many cats. Um. Uh. So. Charlotte, what I mean, are what are you doing while this other conversation in the next room over? Are you talking with Alicia, observing the talk more, returning her gloves? Um, what are you
0: doing?
2: You know, it'd be sort of a, hey, you know, how you're doing? You know, how do you feel? Um, you know, kind of a thing. Oh,
0: uh, feeling better. actually yes. so got some decent tech here.
1: It's been three or four days, so you're probably, well, three at least. So, you know, you're probably getting thanks to the tech that they've got, probably getting pretty well, pretty
0: well back. Mm -hmm.
1: Harry, um, so they're in talking with the speedster guy. What are you doing? Um, How, how closely are you following this whole, the whole conversation with vector thing? I
3: think I'm, uh, I think I'm more focused on vector because speedster has to sit down with their mentor or some other speedster and they get given the time travel talk. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I love that. And he's and the thing is, it doesn't seem as though, based on what Leo's told you and what this guy has said in various statements and stuff like that, is he didn't necessarily affect, with an A, I think, uh, the time travel. That was sort of done, a combination of his powers plus some stuff that his boss, question mark?
0: That was with an E. Was an E? Yeah. Did not affect the time. Yeah, travel. he
1: didn't affect the time travel on his own. He might have been doing it as part of a group effort, but it wasn't strictly speaking his thing. Um, and I don't know that your dad's necessarily done much of that. Comet definitely hasn't. He doesn't. He doesn't hit the speeds where that kind of thing is even really a factor necessarily. And I don't know that your dad's. Necessarily, he certainly doesn't tell you about it. Now you know there's. I don't know. I don't know how much speedsters necessarily go hand in hand with time travel, at least yet. Um, but your dad's been pretty straightforward. Whether he's whether he's pumping you up or not, your your dad sta- said on more than a, a number of uh, more than a few occasions recently that you're faster than he is. And whether or not he's actually legitimately saying that or not is up interpretation. interpretation. Um, so the conversation with Edgar is. Pretty straightforward. If you guys are paying pretty close attention to it, Alicia, what's your response to this whole like, um, we're going, we're going to go with you and talk to this guy? Wow, statement. that sounds
0: like an ex- it sounds like an externally risky idea. <laughs> On the other hand, the opportunity to actually maybe see the future and, and some future tech is is not surprisingly uh, quite appealing. Kind of, kind of intriguing. Um, I, 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 will I'll have Leah's back. Sure. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, um,
1: you can practically, in fact, I would say, I'm sure there are
0: some conditions I can clear there.
1: That room is, that room is soundproof where they're having the conversation. Your room is not necessarily, and you're positive. You can hear from a, from a, from an, a, an adjacent room somewhere nearby. Like when he says the thing about, yeah, you know, we're going to go with you. You are guaranteed you heard somebody say what like through the wall um <laughs> not sure if you recognize the voice but um like yeah th- this is not going to be uh it- it's not going to go down it- it's not going to go down easy necessarily with with ages um although it's Future. It's not like you're going into the past where you can really jack something up. You're going into the future. How how much effect could you have on the past and the uh, – hmm. yeah, maybe it's – what's the worst that could happen? The worst that well,
4: could happen. we're going to a future with an active time machine, which means really we could go to any particular past point, not just return from where we left.
3: Okay, but if there's an active time – trip time machine, it will inevitably break once we get there, and then we'll be stranded in the future with no way to get back home.
1: But bet you've got speedsters and, like... A, a, hypergeniuses. I was going to say, an undetermined number of hypergeniuses, so, uh... Um.
3: I don't trust this scenario. <laughs> you
0: know, I once saw some notes at the Quilt Foundation that Jason had on an encrypted drive talking about some ideas about
3: time No. Machine.
1: <laughs> that, does, so not that, does not, that does not help um, well I mean Leo's clearly intending to, to go and sort all that kind of stuff but to be fair something from the future is sending back somebody who's trying to blow you guys up and has like crazy power something needs to be done about that and it probably can't be done about it here um, so that may just kind of have to happen um, or at least probably should who knows um, okay so, parenthetically, we, we can have had this. I, I just want to know: uh, Are the, you said the care packages for the various other villains? Um, are they all basically cupcakes and stuff? Is that?
5: Yeah, basically just like okay. confections and anything like tiny baked goods. And,
1: and who, <laughs> who, tiny baked goods? Have you? Did you guys? Are any of you guys watching The Magicians? No, uh, it's it's not a it's not a terrible show. I, I'm not a huge fan of the author that the book that the, the, the base the show on, but um as as a as a person, but uh the the show's pretty um uh pretty okay. But there's a there's a god in there who is best propitiated by propitiated by bringing them. T- he likes to have people bring him tiny cakes. Like it doesn't matter what the flavor is. It doesn't matter what's it, It's the fact that they're small. Have you brought me tiny cakes? Um, so, just the tiny baked goods was amusing to me. Um, who all is getting this? I'm assuming uh, Facet. Um,
5: so, Facet, um, Vector. Oh, geez. Uh, facet, Vector, and. Iconoclast? Iconoclast.
1: Uh, that's a. She literally says nothing. Alicia's
5: going to pout. No, Alicia gets one. Oh,
1: Oh, okay. Alicia gets a a small package of tiny cakes. Um,
5: It's like, it's probably like one of those like things where, you know, Adam has them. He sees Alicia is like, he, there's that moment where there's like the thought balloon. There's like, man, she's not, she's not kept or She's not a prisoner here. And it's like, but would I not want cupcakes? These are for
1: you, Alicia. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Um, what did your si- your, your sister help with these? What did she think she was making the cupcakes for? People at school. Oh. Is it getting close to Adam's birthday? Yes. How close?
5: Uh, I think we said, like,
1: vaguely February-ish. So, week or two, kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, new school. She, You know, she's young enough that just the idea, you know, of course you bring, you know, it doesn't really, doesn't necessarily have to be a reason to bring uh, yeah. cupcakes. To Where are we
5: making cupcakes for? Adam's friends. Oh, which ones? The Adam's one friends.
1: At school. Okay. Cool. It doesn't matter. She gets to mix stuff. It's all good. Um. Oh,
2: and most importantly, like the bowl. Uh,
1: or, or I forgot was... one. What's I that? I forgot one. Who's that?
5: Dosed hurt. Oh Although, my God.
1: he gets He gets one. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to imagine what his reaction to confections would be. Baked, many... Ah. Make... <sighs> I think made you
5: this one it doesn't have frosting on it. <laughs> I thought you might freak out about it., uh, oh, that's so good That's so it's cool. a whole grain muffin.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been difficult to stay regular. <laughs> it's extremely thoughtful. How is everything and actually he kind of peers at you and. Never mind I can see you're still associating with <sighs> no good will come of that. Th- thank you for the thank you for the whole green that's awesome. Um, okay so you guys back in the room this this was not necessarily happening after the fact I just wanted to kind of fill that in go start. Thank you very much for my... um, So Leo, back in the room with everybody what's the what do you what's next? What do you say? What do you say?
4: What do you do? I, I kind of assume that he just overheard that comment and is now either going to send somebody in to be like, no, listen, we need to well, talk about well, that. Or they're just listening in shock.
1: They probably are or or can be summoned. But you, they're either on the way and you have a few seconds to talk, you know, a little bit to talk with the team, or they're not and you can talk with the team and then bring them in or whatever. But um, if you want to make use of that, do you make use of that time with the team first. first.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if they don't burst immediately and um, Leo's going to go kind of kind of rally up. If, if Vector's on board with it, which he seems to be reluctantly, um, then yeah, he's going to get everybody he's, else together. And- he's
1: not, he doesn't have a lack of reluctance. He's more surprised by the idea, but he's not, we've established, not the sharpest knife in the drawer necessarily, so he's not, I mean, he's not going to be necessarily keeping up with your logic process, just in general. Um, no, that's fair.
4: Um, but yeah, Leo will get out and be like, um, "So yeah, I'm I'm going to the future, and and whoever wants to come along should should come on.
0: As long as I've got a chance to get my gear before going into action, I am so, so all over this. You can literally hear Parker rubbing the bridge of her nose
1: <laughs> from a nearby room, just like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> I hear the cartilage cracking.
0: <laughs> uh, you said you have a few hours. I can get kitted up in that time. Yeah. Uh, anybody else thoughts?
5: Well, My dad warned me about doing anything with my powers to change the past. But this is the future, so I don't think that counts.
3: I'll, also, I'll go along too.
1: Oh, yeah? Do you, do you have do you have concerns you're, you're voicing, Harry? Or are you just like, yeah, okay. I mean,
3: technically... The, in the long history of speedsters, time travel has not worked out too well. <laughs>
1: Or dimensional I travel. Feel
3: more comfortable if you guys had a certain way of coming, or a you knew you could come back.
1: Some sort of, yeah. Now, yeah, they have you, then they only need, well, like... Well, he got,
0: he, he got back here, so uh, presumably yeah. there's ways to...
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he and, also yeah. got stuck here. break.
1: I'm, you're going to get there, and it's just going to be this gigantic treadmill. um. <laughs> Isn't that the classic Flash like time? Oh control? yes,
0: yes, the, yeah. The, the yeah. future, oh, nothing,
1: treadmill. but the nothing but treadmills. The future is
5: nothing but treadmills. Alright,
4: uh, so like yeah, if, if the celestial hamster wheel or whatever is broken down,
1: like we got people who can fix it up. Hopefully. Um,
2: okay, so so Leo, this is this is all interesting, but do you need somebody on on this end of the equation? Uh, to do do that?
4: I, that. I I I can't think of anything um, that we need here specifically for but ultimately the choice is yours if you feel safer or more useful here then you should stay if you want to see what the future holds and maybe contribute there you should come along i'm i i don't know what's going to happen
2: i was actually from a, a tactical point of view yeah.
4: i I've, i you know i can i can leave instructions with summer and i guarantee you she's going to live for at least that long if if nothing bad happens to her um, so kind of, I, I feel like we kind of have things covered here. Um, but I, I, I don't know anything that we might use you here. For. So if yeah, you no. want to come along, I think you'd be more useful with us.
2: Um, then Al- that's the
3: direction I'll go.
1: Al- Alicia, you probably know enough of the theory of this kind of thing to think to yourself. Um, you know, when he says, you know, the future, you're really kind of mentally correcting that in oh your head to a future,
0: a um, future, probably, hopefully whichever one this guy came back from.
1: Yeah. I mean that that kind of follows because um, if because that,
0: be, that would be the natural course one would think he would snap back to with us. Well, but, you know, there's some sort of we may have already changed the you know changed the, the the most likely future or the the courses that would be easiest to travel along just by uh, encountering him.
1: Given what uh-huh. uh, Leo had learned from the guy, uh, there's sort of a you know. Einstein Rosenbridge kind of skyhook waiting for him at certain periods so it's 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 like there's if those aren't there anymore then the future's changed enough that he's not going back because there's nobody there to hang that hook out you know what I mean mm-hmm. for him to grab and if there is a hook for him to grab and go back to then that future hasn't changed that much or at least you know you know there's infinite possibilities but this is one of them for sure um just laying that out there because that would be something you'd be at least um, peripherally aware of. It's, you know, the, the saying the is probably reductive, uh, but, it's but it's certainly, certainly, like, what he, if this comes up, Leo
4: will explain what he thinks is going on, which is you could think of this particular this future as more conceptually, like some other dimension or some, ultra, you know, parallel reality that is just advanced in terms of its time compared to us. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's, knowing that and this is this is more and I don't know if this comes up in a converse you know what I'm gonna save that for just a second um Parker and waters will will come in right about the time that it becomes obvious that you guys are sort of like going okay well what's next um, so they were you know probably clearly listening and um, uh, which surprising no one uh, and figured the time was right here uh Parker looks. <laughs> um Waters looks a little pained uh, not you know just like this is not going to be necessarily the easiest conversation in the world um, what precisely are you planning here she's not specifically directing at anybody she's just trying to she, she's addressing the room as a whole although she's probably speaking primarily to Leo I think um <laughs>
4: Uh, we're going to enter a possible future using the technology that this guy that you have has described. Uh, we are hopefully going to affect some meaningful and positive change there, and we're going to return by the same avenue.
1: And to do that, we have to release a known enemy of the peace. I don't know what the right phrase for that really would be. She, she would probably say
0: that. Well, and, uh, to, to, to be fair, we're the ones that he, he tried to kill. So, I mean, I, I think maybe we should have some say in that.
1: Um,
4: even more to the point, you're releasing him into the custody of the people who handed him to you in the first place, who demonstrated hey, hey. the ability to handle him, uh, and if his uh, promise is correct, he's about to remove himself as a problem for you by returning to his time.
1: I mean, I am all for... This is Waters. I'm all for uh, permanently removing, in a non-fatal way, So you know, one of the many threats that we've got to deal with from time to time, but uh, I mean you were you just said it yourself this is this is like a ultra dimensional alternate reality that just happens to be sort of time shifted from us why why are if it is the future if it is our future you could you could fix stuff from here the slow way why 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 do all the rest of this why 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 take all this why go that extra distance literally what's the? what's the what's the reasoning here
4: well, it's kind of like archaeology. Uh, you know, if, if the king has secrets, uh, the secrets are going to be dug up in a thousand years uh, because there's nobody left to keep them. Uh, there's stuff that we can learn about today by visiting a future where at that time nobody else cares about. So there's a lot of usefulness that we can bring back that can only be found there.
3: I feel like I should point out this is a bad plan.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, that. you know, a, a cautionary amount of uh, information could potentially be of some value in in averting the sort of disasters we know are looming over this
3: world. time so. never ends well which eh, we'll have to see how that actually
1: pays out I, yeah it, it'd be fun to find out whether or not Harry was right or wrong about that um i would i i we haven't obviously i don't have a lot of experience with time travel but we have Encountered this kind of situation in the past. Certainly, Doctor Infinity has uh, taken exception a number of times with activities around Helsinki that have to do with this kind of thing. So we really approach this. I want to caution you against, even if that's not your real reason. And he Waters has this look on his face, like he kind of thinks maybe that's not really the main point. It's an argument in you know an argument to use, not necessarily the real reason. I don't I, don't put. I wouldn't necessarily worry about that because the kind of things you can bring back tend to sort themselves out or be made worse by any kind of foreknowledge. That just never – and if not, we don't necessarily want to draw too much attention to uh, ourselves with Dr. Infinity. That's going to get ugly. Now, that's – Margie, you're mic'd up right now. But um, that's an interesting thing that he brings up there, and I'll mention this to Charlotte, is that this sort of activity might draw the attention of – uh, Dr. Infinity, which is that a pro or a con for Charlotte at this point, with everything else that's been kind of, that's going on with her at this point? Do- Dr. Infinity. I don't know
2: that she sees that as a con, you know, just because like, he's one to talk, right?
1: Well, no, but I mean, with Dr. Infinity being sort of the other half of the circumstances that led to the wounds um, in the world, and Possibly the other half of the circumstances that led to your own sort of instantiation. What's are you half hoping are you, you run? Them? Are you half hoping you run into them, or half hoping you don't? Or have you not given it much thought one way or the other? What is where? I mean, this is it's really almost kind of an aside, but I'd love to know what Charlotte's thought balloon in this panel looks like when when mm-hmm. Doctor Infinity comes up. What's uh, she thinking here?
2: For her. Yeah, I mean so from Charlotte's perspective, you know, additional knowledge is is additional knowledge. Um, and so for one thing, I mean
1: Well, I'm just thinking primarily about know, the the idea that that this might lead to you encountering Doctor Infinity directly, which you haven't had the opportunity to do. You've run into the mages, but you never run into Doctor Infinity.
2: That's why I say that would be that would be additional knowledge. That would be a positive.
1: You know. okay. So for her, it's like, well, yeah, if Dr. Infinity, that's, that's only a portion
2: with a bit of fear, you know, obviously. Sure. Not wanting to be unmade, if, if that's, you know.
1: In the cards, sure.
2: Uh, but, um, I mean, I have... I, I, I have so, questions. So, Joyce, so, 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 tell me this. Mm-hmm. You know, so, we we have this battle between them that's raging on, you know, all over the place, all over time. Uh-huh. What is the root of that? Where are they fighting? Do we know?
1: Why were they fighting? Uh, What the mages said, and he was kind of sort of half there, literally, um, was he would have been much happier if he had just stayed in his little Sanctum Sanctorum messing about with his interdimensional copies of various supermodels. But he let himself get sort of drawn back into screwing with the uh the family and things that they'd gotten up to and that seems that chain of events seems to have led to him tangling with dr infinity um the fights led to the wounds but they also led to your creation and your creation from what he was able from things he said seems to imply that you're there or your purpose his hope i shouldn't say purpose but you're his hope with your instantiation, was to fix the wounds. So that would, it would then follow that he didn't have anything to do with that he he wasn't making the wounds, he was preventing that, but he's not an altruistic hero type person, so why was he even caring enough to try to stop the things? And then that would then loop back to why was the Dr. Infinity then pro-wound creation, whatever that would mean. Um, what the fight was about isn't, I mean, who knows? Nobody, there's lots of theories, um, but it's a weird kind of situation Dr. Infinity usually is, uh, when they when when Dr. Infinity is active around Halcyon City, in this case, a lot of this happened, some of it happened in, but when Dr. Infinity's been active on the world, it's usually been some sort of effort to either destroy Halcyon City or drastically reduce um, Meta's ability to affect the timelines in non-mundane ways and it's 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 all about the pre- preservation of the timelines preservation of the effect on the multiverse blah, blah 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 and the reason that they sort of get not sort of but the reason they get categorized as a villain is everything else is secondary to that goal and that means if it's easier to pull the thanos and thus preserve the Sanctity of the Timeline, Dr. Infinity is totally down with that. Thus, bad guy. Okay. So that's Dr. Infinity. Um, Everard wouldn't necessarily... I mean, the mages up until, like, the late 80s? 80s, Mid-80s? The Magus would have gotten involved and dealt with that kind of thing, but now that it's Everard, he doesn't do this kind of stuff. He doesn't, like, try to stop people from doing anything unless it involves them, you know, stealing stuff from his wine cellar. Um, and the only thing that he seemed to, when he was talking to you, really have much personal interest in that wasn't mm-hmm. entirely his own deal was um, dealing with the uh, family, basically screwing with them out of sheer spite because his ancestors were slaves that worked for the Everards once upon a time, which is why he's got that last name. Um so on and so forth so he just feels like you know i'm just gonna i'm just gonna thwart them just because it's a hobby of mine and somehow that led him in direct and he apparently somewhat regrettable from his point of view uh conflict with dr infinity but dr infinity doesn't play at the level um where they're like interacting with people like there's literally no reason that dr infinity go would go yes i want to ally myself with a small you know you know cosmic destruction cult on one planet that is faffing about with a couple of uh with a couple of key like what even the key coming into it really is barely enough to get them to to get something like that on her radar on its radar for their radar for more than it's kind of hard because infinity maybe robotic it's kind of hard to you know figure out what pronoun to use in in that situation but um anyway uh why would why would Doctor Infinity even care? And certainly, why would he be screwing with that? So there's there's some questions there. Um, but the fact that um,
3: having him
2: show up is you know and this maybe this, a feature not a bug.
1: Yeah. So this this whole yeah exactly the fact that this might draw out of in, in, uh, Doctor Infinity is is from your point of view. And so this is the rabbit hole of a, like a massive thought balloon bubble in in a panel that Charlotte gets all to herself about like. And all we get, all we get
0: externally, is her going. Well, I'm in. Um, yeah, I, I, if I were Charlotte, I wouldn't actually raise this possibility. That would <laughs> Probably uh, not go a, over well with certain people in the room.
1: That's why it's in the comic book like thought bubble, as opposed to like, oh, as as a, actually, that's hey, actually no. a that's a feature for me, not a bug, Agent Waters. I, I don't think that's a comforting argument, really, for, for the Aegis guys. I've been trying to get I've been trying to get their attention for several months now, so if, if this is a way to draw them out and you know put the question to them, I, I'm all for it. That's that's not gonna it's not gonna go over that's not gonna go over.
2: No, 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 no. The thought process is just like, well, if he does show up, what what are my priorities for questions? Yeah.
1: I need to start I need to start prepping I, that. I need to start a list. <laughs> I need to I need to start looking at the list from assess the situation and see what I'm going to ask. Um. I, I honestly i honestly don't know if 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 Aegis part i mean the main people who are for all intents and purposes dealing with Aegis as it interacts with you guys is are park and what i'm honestly not sure if they need a provoke on this or a convince with you know what though who's got convinced with best interests is that leo no, yeah. i feel like you've never gotten to roll that and i feel like this is a really good time to do it um, uh, I think I've done it once, but yeah, I'm always happy to do it. I think – I think this, I mean mostly because not so much for Waters or Parker because you're right. I mean you guys captured this guy. You're taking him off their hands, all this kind of stuff, and that's good for them. That's a, Those are excellent reasons to, to have the argument. But really they've got to take this thing back up the chain, and you need to give them as much information. So this isn't as much about convincing these two as it is about giving them the ammunition that they need to take back up the – Chain to explain. It, it,
2: assuming that we feel like we need their their actual support in doing.
1: Well, this. you really don't want. You, I mean, in the long run, you don't really want Aegis going. You just stole a criminal from us out of the middle. Because I mean, well, you don't want them saying it again, uh, again, again, since again. you already <laughs> did it once. I mean, you really only get one of those per. You know, as a quota, you only get one of those per week, and you already spent that on Alicia earlier. So everyone gets one for free. Every- uh, Leo rolls persuade with best interests at a nine. Does anybody else want to throw in a a uh, uh, a team? Oh, sure. What's, well, what's sure. your added argument there? Um, is is looking
0: with puppy dog eyes at Parker gonna that's help? That's not. That's the opposite of helping. <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> it's now down to a five.
1: <laughs> that gets you down to the failure rate. You're gonna get Leo. You're gonna get Leo. Uh, uh, Potential, but he's also going to take a powerful blow.
0: Now, um and by going as and well, I think the the odds of success and safety are improved by our going as a group. And obviously, this future threat is going to continue to strike at us until we've met it and addressed it.
3: <sighs>
0: it's it's
1: funny because it's like it's like you're uh, you know these two. Have been put in this mom and dad role here, and they're not comfortable with it because they don't necessarily get along that well um
2: and and what's really ironic is i mean it's really water I mean, it's not like they're like toe the line establishment you know well no <laughs> so, so it's sort of like you know we're 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 trying to to per- persuade them to do something that. They maybe kind of want us to do anyways, but, you know, they feel like they have to be more hard ass because, you know, Parker, that's their
1: job. Parker's been pretty straightforward. Waters actually sells himself as being by being extremely by the book. I have to document and make sure that everything is documented. I am covering my ass all the time. If you look at the, the scenes that we've done with, with him, like talking to his boss and stuff like that, he's always like – Not so much talking to his boss as he is talking to where he knows the cameras are so that everything is recorded. Yeah, talking to the microphone. Like he always makes a point of, like he has a rep that he has very carefully grown in the agency as the guy who documents everything and makes sure that everything is down for posterity. So that when he radically departs from that, kind of all the time when he isn't around, nobody really expects it because he's the last guy in the world that would do that. I mean, he's he's spent decades literally building this reputation as somebody who uh, always makes sure that everything is documented and then he sort of constantly doesn't do that. And so he's got all the toys like the little white noise generating fidget spinner and all this other kind of stuff um, so that he can do this stuff on his own recognizance all the time. So it's... it's, He is that guy who would do that, but he doesn't really want that on record. Um, So... Leo, do you have the uh, abuse? Yeah, it's right here. Persuade with best interest. When you persuade someone with the best interest, role superior. On a 10 plus, they buy it and act accordingly. Okay. Um, Normally, we uh, are a little bit more comfortable with this kind of thing when it's coming from someplace like the HHL, but they're sort of, uh, well, this isn't really their lookout on this. You know, we'll we'll sell it. Are you going to do this thing? I heard him say the next window is in a couple of hours. What do you what do you need from us?
4: Just permission. And uh, if Victor if Victor wasn't going to get home with your assistance, so I think he's going to be okay on his own. But yeah, we
1: can ask him. No, I, we we're not really. We'll stay out of your way. And Parker's like starts to open her mouth, like Are you are we? And he's like, It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, all right. So any preparations you guys want to do before this bit goes down?
0: I've i got all sorts of equipment and, and yeah. kit and costume that I need to. Uh...
1: So you you we have a we have a, a an 80s action movie like gear up thing yeah. for Alicia. Um, the idea I think if I remember right is Vector needs to hit a certain spot at a certain time at a certain speed. Um, Harry, what does it look like? I mean, can you? speed people up pick them up are you you bridal carrying people that need to go at that certain speed um how does that how does that work do you think for uh, you
3: generally i would
1: the speeds they don't have to that they have to hit aren't prohibitive theoretically you guys could just be kind of really close to these guys and in a vehicle that's going you got to get a little just a little bit underneath the sound barrier so the problem being okay,
2: that so, can we just do it all inside of the bird
1: it's nape of the earth flying because you're, you're, you are you're have to be at a certain spot, certain time kind of a thing. And it's a speedster. So they were sort of like, you know, it's a ground effect kind of situation. So, yeah, but it'll be terrifying because it's like being in a three-story building that's um, flying about, you know, a half a foot above the ground um, on its side. Yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah. Terrifying is how the Phoenix rolls, so we're fine. <laughs> what, what was your idea, Harry?
3: Calculate the specific... Start point and then jump point and have the speedsters standing at the jump point and they with us?
1: Uh, you, I heard they and then there was a bl- You dropped and then with us. They what with us? They go with us? Jump with us?
3: Um, have to find a start point and they stop and the jump point. Right. Uh, could we place the non-speedsters at the jump point?
1: Well, I think uh, – if I'm not mistaken, um, Leo, were you wanting to bring the Phoenix with you? Was that the – that was part of the really kind of the potential goal here?
4: Uh, if not, then we can bring an egg along. But, yeah, if the whole bird will go, then that, that would be easier on us.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're okay. What we can do is, like, they – you know, basically um, the Phoenix can come in low at, and and come in at the start point. And you guys basically – the speedsters on the ground – Can start from there and sort of basically bracket you guys, bracket the bird, sort of, um, and all of you kind of hit this thing at the same at the same basic time, and that uh, that works. That works. Um, The location, um, you know, for whatever, for you know, better or worse, is outside of town, so that's relatively uh, simple. Uh, Alicia, you're kidding up. Are you gonna? I think the plan's basically you got the speedsters, you have the bird. Are you going to bring the air cycle or just your own regular, you know, the other the other kinds of kit, all that kind of stuff?
0: I uh, yeah. Um I don't know this is a, if this is an instance where having separate transportation is going to be helpful. Well you wouldn't that be helpful. You wouldn't be driving it. It'd be I, like you
1: I, put it inside the plane, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But
0: um the, well you know, sh- Sure, because it's, it's not that big, and uh, I, I know that that if it's all possible, we'll get we'll get the uh, the phoenix back home. So uh, yeah, you know, it should and be safe.
1: You've got uh, so you've got the kit. You've also got like this sort of um, I'm going to complicate the whole, um, but sort of like this really close to the body, uh, very you know tightly. Uh, against the back kind of almost clamshell or, or, or like a, like a pack like a hard shell kind of camelback pack there on the back for random bits of gear or, you know, doing a, doing a bit of like, uh, uh, last minute aisle shopping, tossing stuff in. I might need that. I might need this bit. Uh, right. this is repairs. Oh, I need a wrench. Um, you always need a crescent wrench, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuff. I, I can't think of another way that would make much more sense for Alicia to do that in sort of like a relatively bullet resistant, like very low, uh, silhouette backpack kind of a thing. Um, any other, I mean, it's time travel. You don't really really about telling people you're going to take a little time to get back because in theory, you're going to get back right when you, you know, getting back is the easy part, right? In theory.
0: Oh, I'll invite I'll, I'll your earbud which I'm sure had to
1: yes. be turned over. Yeah. I get all that <laughs> stuff back. When we get back, we need to, and, and Parker will say this. When we get back, I, I've been informed that some arrangements have been made that we're, you're going to have some sort of situation. We are going to talk about gainful employment. Um, don't worry. You're going to have a place that you'll probably really love staying. And we're going to balance that out with a job that you're really not going to enjoy. So, you know, you can keep your dislike and and, and uh, resentment at, at uh, functional levels to feed whatever um, bile-powered genius machine you have inside that body of yours. So um,
0: you make me so enthused to return to the present. Thank you. <laughs> I
1: it, it's my small contribution to this positively insane and asinine idea. I do what I can. Um, Anybody else doing any other kind of prep or anything like that beforehand? Any any other stuff? Um, That was a silent thing.
5: Um, I I imagine that there is, like, this text from Adam to his dad. It's just like, might be late getting home.
3: I I think that Harry will also send a message to his parents saying, "Uh, be back later.
1: Or possibly earlier, or... (laughs) See you in two hundred years when I'm when you guys finally catch up to where I'm stuck or fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Um. Okay. I don't think there's really a. I mean, well, yeah. I think there probably is. So I feel like there's an overcome here, uh, a a uh, unleash your powers thing, but I don't really know who would roll it necessarily. I think it might be Leo just to make sure that the that the Phoenix. Because out of this whole scenario, the three sort of entities that are dealing with this sort of temporal skyhook scenario, there's only one that isn't a speedster. And I don't know how much that necessarily factors into this whole thing. You're meeting all the criteria, and it's not a mechanical, biomechanical type of thing because certainly vector counts as that kind of deal. Honestly, the tech is a first cousin to the kind of stuff that you're using in the plane in some ways. Um, just the sheer mechanics of it, uh, but I feel like there's probably some potential there for it to go amiss in in ways that you know you know Harry kind of deals with that vector is obviously the whole thing was designed for him so I think probably it's Leo's role. Cool. On that. Yeah, that's so right. I think that makes uh, sense.
4: Uh, yeah, and when flying your ship, you can use it to unleash your powers, directly engage the threat, or defend someone using Superior.
1: Nice, nice. So yeah, odds are, and we've got, certainly we have enough people flying inside the ship. Oh my God! I just had this image of like, yeah, I can make this work. Just let me just possess the Phoenix real quick with my with my ghost powers. We'll, fi- we'll finish the rest of the time jump that way.
3: <laughs>
1: so, you know, Leo, roll high, so that doesn't have to happen. That's um, anyway. Yeah, I think it's just that you roll. You're yeah, just roll superior for the uh, for the unleash your powers. We'll see how this goes. What? What? Car frickin' pow! Holy cats! So. You know, that works just fine. Um, The phoenix lets out this really triumphant kind of cry of a hunting bird kind of thing as it hits that speed sweet spot. And the speed, you know, Vector's on the left streaking along and uh, on the ground just outside the cockpit. And uh, uh, Mercury's on the other side. And just as you're kind of just about to hit that spot... um, The, you know, Phoenix kind of lets out this sort of cry and you hit a tunnel. You hit, you hit, it is almost, it's almost unbelievably like a, the, the, the Star Wars Millennium Falcon hyper jump kind of uh, effect, you know, the, the slowly rotating, you know, blue and white tunnel of light that you're, you know spiraling down through it's it's almost it it, it, it's almost like it's it it makes it seem less realistic because it's like well this is just like this is just star wars this is this is this is this is just a 1976 special effect weird and um it it doesn't go on for terribly long The, the the one thing that's different from that is you can look outside the window on either side and you see the speedsters just sort of running along inside of this tunnel um which you know certainly they never did in, They never did in empire strikes back uh and you come out of the tunnel uh after maybe 30 seconds subjective uh into a similar landscape um geographically speaking it's the it's the same basic uh, uh horizon line you can see you know uh water in the distance in the right direction um any forestation and stuff like that would be gone. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, more I want to say industrialized agricultural stuff happening um, and that sort of thing. But uh, Bill, you were about to say something, I think. Are you mic'd up? Uh, not me. Oh, it was it was my daughter. Never mind. Who's crawling off to bed? Yes, yeah, crawling off.
2: Um, I'm with my son.
1: Yeah, we're going to wrap this up here super, super quick. Um, because yeah, let's make sure Harry doesn't miss out on too much of this stuff here. Um, the, what the, the, the tunnel ends in what looks like a, well, you come out through what looks like sort of a, uh, I don't, I don't want to say it's, it's, it's not like a gate. It's not, it's not like that. There's markers that look like very portable, type of things like sort of these uh uh you just catch a flash of this as you're coming out of it um that have been laid out almost like runway lights um pretty broad that have been laid out and look like they could be picked up and just carted away uh in in very little time at all and uh the uh um there's like a a cause you're coming through so fast. I'm just trying to give you a, a quick, actually I can tell Harry very much. Is Harry still on the mic or is he off to bed? I'm here. Okay. Um, so you see, uh, there's like a, there's sort of like a portable control p- podium kind of thing. That's along the side of one of the that's sort of along the side of this quote unquote runway that are kind of like wired connected with really thin, uh, cables and so forth between the various, um, uh, metal pods that are spread out along the ground. They're all kind of, loosely wired together and then there's a vehicle that's sort of stashed back in um more of a ditch there's not really any heavy foliage or anything like that um there's no blinking i'd say it's like a runway but it's not like that it's meant it's clearly meant to be stealth um not easily to detect that kind of thing um does the phoenix immediately slow down land wheel around what do you what are you doing there what do you what do you think is probably how it reacts because when it comes back out, I mean, you did this so smoothly that there isn't even really that weird kind of panicky shock as it comes out. It's just excited and intrigued by this whole new I area. Mean, it doesn't seem to really love the sky or the you know the the environment necessarily, but it's still really excited by this by this thing. And
4: I guess well, I, I, I guess I, I should probably extend Clausen's preach to a halt because we weren't we, we had no idea what was going to be on the other side. Right. So. Right. Uh, our, rapid deceleration uh, is probably for the best. Okay.
1: And that's, you know, throw out all the flaps, kind of almost flap, um, and, uh, you know, throw out the, throw out the, like you say, the closet. Um, did you bring, is Otto still part of this whole interface thing or are you doing this more with just the, with, with just the Phoenix or how yeah, is.
4: He is basically the passenger compartment where everybody okay. else would be hanging out. So yeah, he would be here. Okay,
1: cool, 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 cool. cool. Are the, are either of the girls with you or no? Uh, is here Summer State Home. All right, that's fine. That's cool. All right. Um, and this is when we start the campaign over with Summer and everybody else has to make up new characters. Um, <laughs> nobody knows what happened. Uh, so, yeah, there is somebody, it looks like, you know, sort of in a power suit kind of thing behind the control panel, Harry. Um, you can pull up right away. You can obviously stop on a dime. So the uh, – and Vector does likewise. Obviously, the Phoenix is taking some time to turn around. Um, uh, so you can, you can just stop and – you know what do you do? Because you got this guy in like some sort of oversized. Did I? Did, were you around when I put up the picture of um kind of like conceptually sort of what this this bot person was supposed to kind of look like?
3: I don't remember that.
1: Okay. Um. I think I probably just linked it on the website. It's on the wiki. I got it. Okay. Yeah. If you can link it, that would be awesome. Um. It's basically. I mean, the, the art that I grabbed was basically like I think con or uh. uh there we go. Yeah, it was like concept art for um, a Robot from Invincible. But kind of like that. And so obviously you got the smaller, more manipulative arms that are down there below. Um, certainly in a suit that looks definitely like ready for trouble. Um, although the way this thing is set up, your, your immediate guess is that they're armed this way because they expect to be interrupted by somebody else, not necessarily you guys. So that person's there and kind of like sort of steps back and Vector's like, it's okay, it's okay. They wanted to come and talk to us. They, it's it's okay. Um, because the guy's got the big gun kind of like sort of aimed at, you know, sort of tracking you guys and it's sort of backing up kind of a little bit. Harry, what do you do and or say as the Phoenix is kind of getting wheeled around and, and, getting, and coming back this direction, rolling back this direction, walking back this direction?
3: Take a good look around and make sure that guy here...
1: The city that you can see sort of in the distance is, is like Halcyon, but, but much more, uh, a lot more high rises, a lot less suburbs, smaller, more compact, but taller, um, darker somehow. Um, very, very, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a futurist's artistic rendering of what the city might look in the future in some sort of idyllic, you know, utopia, except it really doesn't give you the sense of any kind of idyllic utopia. It's more like I don't know. It just it looks it looks foreboding. Uh, Google for Batman Beyond Gotham. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah,
0: I'll buy, I'll
1: buy that for. I'll buy that. Yeah, no, good call, Bill. I like that. Um, so you just kind of take a look around. Do you say anything to the to the uh, bot guy, or just let Vector do all the talking there? As far as that goes,
3: Vector do that for right now.
1: All right. He's like you. What you brought them back? They can't. Who? What is that thing? And he kinda of points at you and the gun kinda of drives is like, Harry? And we're gonna stop there. God damn it <laughs> <laughs> well, If you don't like that you're really not gonna like the next thing. Anyway.